This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Good morning and welcome to the Big O Money Show with me, Bill Altman. And today we have a very special guest. You hear him all the time on KFAB. We have Mr. Jim Rose with us. Jim, welcome to the show. So you really ran out of quality guests this year. You almost got in under the line, Bill, where you could have only high caliber guests, but we come to the last show of the year, first show of 2021. And is this really how you want to go into 2021? Well, we're going to give it a shot. I guess it's too late now. (laughs) What a 2020 we had though. Ooh, yeah. Wild year. Um, I guess if you're still walking upright, it was a, it was an okay year for you because a lot of folks really struggled this year. You know, and I think we're protected here a little bit in our bubble, right? And we see that here at the Premier Advisory Group. We're a financial advisory firm and we focus really on, we're a fiduciary. So we focus on clients. We focus on clients' best interest. And uh, when you do better, we do better. And so our goal is for you to do better, for you to be able to retire, for you to have the income that you're expecting in retirement, the income that you need in retirement, to make sure you're crossing off everything on that checklist, like uh, your wills, your powers of attorney, the trust, the tax work, all the things that you need to be doing that we don't want to think about, because let's face it, Jim, do we really want to think about that? Or do you want to think about your kids? You know what I mean? What do you really want to think about tax work and, and legal documents and your investments? No, you guys are so great about that. You know, you check off the list of things we don't think about because we're interested in what we do on a day-to-day basis, our jobs, our careers, our clients, serving the needs of the people that we work with, uh, thinking about the community. How can we help out in the community? What can I do to make it a better place to live and work and raise a family? So when you guys come along and solve all those other problems, it gives me all of the time and energy I need to do the other stuff. Well, that's awesome. Well, thanks for that. And and we love what we do. Last week's show, we had my dad on for our Christmas special. And my dad has worked, uh, you know, very hard for a long time. He was raised on a farm in early in Iowa, about 65 miles away from here. Um, he had seven other siblings and mom and dad. Uh, his dad passed in 1979 um, and just very hardworking farm family. And, you know, just on 180 acres, you know, and you think about 180 acres and that can't even really feed probably one person anymore. That's you think not much. About it, as for income wise. But back then they made it work and things have changed. Um, big companies have come in and, and gobbled up small companies or small farms and life has changed. So what do we do about it? We, we sit in the corner and cry, we go in the basement and, and hide, you know, or, or do we handle it? You know, we, we have to make the best out of things and we know things change. Um, and with change, uh, you know, comes challenges, no doubt. And, and, you know, face it, you know, us here in our bubble here in Omaha, think about all the challenges people have in say California. California right now. I have a sister that lives in LA and they're just on full lockdown. They can't do anything. Brother out in Arizona and they seem to be on lockdown. Sister-in-law Tucson, she's a COVID ICU nurse. Um, and so she's, you know, literally on the front lines, like 
on the front lines of the pandemic. And yeah, the sheet says that hospitals are indeed full. They said they're shipping people up to Phoenix. You know, she's down in Tucson. They're shipping people over to here, over to there, just to open up beds. We're pretty lucky here. We're pretty fortunate. Uh, Jim and I were talking pre-show about some of this, and it's kind of interesting, our thoughts on it. But the bottom line is we have to get through it, and, and we cannot just... Uh, pretend it doesn't exist. I think that's really important. It's really important that we as Nebraskans, we as Iowans, uh, we're Midwesterners, right? And we can get through these tough times and we have, and we have proved that. If we haven't proved anything else in 2020, it's that we can get through these tough times. It's a very resilient part of the country. Uh, I think it's always been that way, Bill. If you look back on the history of how this country was built, uh, it was built by people like Nebraskans and Iowans. Uh, you know, they just rolled up their sleeves and said, you know what, if we're going to get this done, we're going to do it ourselves and we're going to manage to find a way. This is a this is a collection of people who lived in sod houses for a while. Uh, they didn't have a high V down the street. Uh, they just made do. They found a way to to build a state, build a country, build an economy without assistance. And so it's kind of ingrained in our DNA. I think a little bit. I, I've been around the country a lot, as have you. Uh, you see a different mentality. You see an entitlement mentality in some parts of the country. You don't see it here. Uh, and I think for once, certainly the fact that we have a lot more space in Nebraska, we have 77,000 square miles. Uh, we only have 1.9 million people. I think that's played to our advantage. We've been able to spread out a little bit. And I think that's slowed down. Same thing in South Dakota. That's sort of slowed down COVID-19 a little bit because we have we have taken it upon ourselves to build communities where we have plenty of space. Uh, we have space between homes. We have space between towns. Uh, and that's maybe played in our favor. But I know Nebraskans are, are keenly aware of the challenges that people around the country face. I think they're empathetic about that. But they also realize that, hey, you know what, we've all got problems. And if everybody just zeroes in on their own problems, uh, then we'll have time to help out with somebody else's. Well, that's exactly right. And, and you know, what you said last, they're helping out with somebody else's. I mean, we here in the Midwest have been born and raised, at least on my, my side, of helping out others, right? Um, but like Jim said, if we can't help ourselves first, I mean, take, you know, picture yourself, you've boarded that airplane, you've sat down, they've closed the door, the flight attendant gets on the mic and says, you know, if, if we have any panic and, you know, the, and we lose oxygen or you lose pressure, you're going to have these masks are going to drop from the ceiling. And we ask that you put your mask on first before you help others. You all remember hearing that? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's very interesting. Why is that? Because if you if you're not breathing, you're not going to help anybody else. Right. And our clients have made sure that they have taken care of themselves and um, they have put away. They have put off the extras. I mean, Jim, yourself, you've put off the extras, not like you've had to put off the extras. Right. You mm -hmm. could have done that. You, you didn't have to have you know, you could have had a bigger boat or a bigger house or, a, or more vacations or whatever. Right. But mm -hmm. you haven't. You have kids. You've put them through college. You have all these things going on because you understand that at some point in your life, you get to you get to this time where you maybe want to hang it up. You, you might want to retire. You might want to say, hey, what's on the other side of this? And if you don't have that income coming in, if you don't have everything checked off, all those boxes checked off, then what's it all mean? It's a very, very important question that we all need to ask, because I believe that if you don't have something out there in front of you every day that you wake up, then you're really not helping yourself. You're not helping your family. You're not helping your friends. You're not helping your community. And I think most people, and I don't know if it's everybody, but most people that I've run into over the years, Bill, 
will say this, I want to be able to spend quality time in my life in the service of other people. I want to volunteer my time. I want to be there for my family. I want to be there for my friends. I want to take time to enjoy company, the company of other people. And if you've been wise and you've put in place people like you and your staff at the Premier Advisory Group to help you navigate financially that part of your life, then you can do it. And you've got something to which you can look forward. You know, Ken Bird is one of my favorite people. He's the retired superintendent of schools at Omaha Westside. And we were talking about a, an important community initiative that he's involved in and that I'm excited about. And he said, you know, Rosie, you need to plan for retirement. I said, well, I got Bill Altman doing that for me. He goes, no, 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 you'll be fine financially. I'm talking about what are you going to do? Because you're not going to be one of these guys that's going to sit around and just watch Fox News or get caught up on uh, Netflix. You're going to need something to do, even if you're not at KFAB or you're not running the Nebraska Greats Foundation. You're going to need something. That's important. We need to think about, okay, what is it that I can do? What are my talents? What is my passion? And how can I channel those things into a community engagement program? Maybe it is volunteerism. Maybe it is mentoring. Maybe it is just associating with uh, important initiatives. But everybody needs to do that so that they have a fulfilling life from day one all the way to the last day. But if you're worried about whether you can pay for your medical bills or whether you're going to be able to handle uh, you know, your mortgage or whether you're going to have to move out of your house because your property taxes have gone through the roof, you're not going to be able to spend any of that time and energy in those important pursuits. Now, is Governor-elect Herbster, is it too early to say that? <laughs> is he going to take care of us on those property taxes? Oh, well, we're going to get a new one in a couple of years. Uh, in fact, this year, uh, Bill, you're going to probably start seeing some folks emerge who may have an interest in the gig. Uh, I firmly believe uh, that in order for Nebraska, and you deal with this every day because you deal with people who are on the brink of making the decision, do I stay in Nebraska or do I put my do I put my uh, stake down in a different state that's a little more tax friendly? Nebraska is not tax friendly. Uh, Nebraska is very unfriendly. Uh, and we have to do something about it. You see the statistics. I see the statistics because I'm in the nonprofit world too. We deal with people who give charitably to us, and they have a lot of options one way or the other. But um, we have got to do something about making Nebraska more competitive uh, in, A, keeping our people here rather than having them flee to South Dakota or Arizona or Wyoming or Tennessee or Texas or Florida, where it's very inviting to live as a permanent resident. But we also need a, a reform of our tax code, in my view, because this is what's going to sustain our growth. We need to attract new people. Uh, sure, it's easier to grow your own, but in a globally competitive environment where it's so easy to move around, much easier than it's ever been, we have to have a policy that says, you come to Nebraska, there's no disincentive to stay. We're going to give you an incentive to come and an incentive to stay. And that means politically, we have to, my view, we need to reform our tax code we need to think about different ways to fund the important things in our state like education and health care and assisting those that are underserved uh, and homeowners and business owners and ranchers and farmers. We just can't keep doing what we're doing. Uh, and uh, the time's come for somebody to, to walk into that office and say, I'm willing to risk losing the next election to do unpopular things that I know in the long run will be good for our state. We did this about 60 years ago. Uh, we had a huge problem in the late 60s. 
we could not fund the university. We couldn't fund schools because we didn't have a state income tax. Uh, and we had some very courageous members of the unicameral and a very courageous Republican governor named Norbert Tiemann who said, we got to do this. It's going to hurt me, but it's going to be good for us. And it was. It sustained us for another 50 years. Well, now we're at that place again. I think we have some pretty good senators on our side and our unicameral, too. Like you mentioned on your show oh, a week or two ago, you were talking about Mr. Brett Lindstrom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Brett, and I think he's done a great job, and he's put a lot of policies in front. So I think we'll, I think we'll make progress on that. And Nebraska is the good life. Uh, so we, we, you know, I, I, I like to kind of keep it a secret, Jim. So you're kind of letting the cat out of the bag because look at what has happened to Texas, Arizona. You have all these... Uh, Cal- I'm going to be nice here. Californians coming in and uh, infiltrating, if you will. <laughs> they're invading. They're, our, they're yeah. invading our havens. <laughs> so we got to be careful. So just warning you, if you're listening from one of those places and you're coming here to the good life, yeah. got some rules to follow. It's kind of like going to the Cayman Islands. We're on a point system here. Yeah. And you're going to have to build up the points before we actually let you be a citizen of Nebraska. But, but speaking of the good life, um, how about the great life? How about Nebraska greats? And, you know, Jim was talking a little bit about Nebraska greats. We were talking last week with my dad about his uh, his charity, Hope Connecting Hearts Nigeria, and we were talking about Nebraska Greats. Um, but Jim, we have Jim right here with us today to talk about Nebraska Greats and what that has done, because it is a pretty impressive program. I've gotten to work with a few of their recipients and making sure, like on our side of the business, specifically the healthcare side mm-hmm. of the business, making sure that they just have good healthcare. I mean, that's really important. Well, and you've done an unbelievable job for our people, Bill, you and your staff here have uh, channeled your knowledge and command of the space into options that our recipients had no idea were even out there. Uh, You know, there's a lot out there that a lot of us don't know about, but you guys do. And so we can come into a meeting with a problem and you say, well, there are one, two, three, four government-sponsored programs that can assist you in this way. Let me help you with that. Well, that's a lifeline to many of these people. You talk about releasing stress. Now they can say, oh, man, now I don't have to worry about that because I'm, I'm in a position now where I qualify for that. And you've done an unbelievable job with some of our recipients. But, yeah, you know, the greats, I think, speaks to the heart of Nebraskans in many ways. The first thing is really not about sports. Uh, it's about, OK, this is somebody who gave us something. Uh, this was a former athlete from one of our 16 schools. Uh, and this person came to Nebraska, in many cases, from somewhere else. They had an option to go somewhere else, but they came here. They came to Wesleyan or they came to Creighton or Nebraska or UNO. Uh, and they decided, you know what, I'm going to get my education there. I'm going to perform for the Blue Jays or the Mavericks or the Huskers. And um, I'm going to give them something. I'm going to give them the best that I have on the field of competition for four or five years. Volleyball players, basketball players, baseball players, football players. Uh, and hopefully I'll win a championship and I get to enjoy the fruits of a championship. Uh, but hopefully I'll give them a memorable moment. It'll be great for me because I was there performing, but maybe it'll be cool for the folks in the stands. We remember those people. Uh, We care about those people. Maybe we have no other connection to them other than they played for the Blue Jays. Uh, But I know they helped us win some games, and I really enjoyed that, and that enhanced my life because I'm a big Creighton fan or I'm a big Husker fan. So if I went to the game and -and so-and-so helped us win a Big 12 championship or a Big 10 championship or a Big East championship at at CU, uh, that meant something to me. I was there with my kid. We got to enjoy that, and that's something that you can't buy. So when that person, maybe it's five years later, 10 years later, 20 years later, needs help because they have a medical issue and they have a financial challenge, 
Uh, how can I help them? Well, you help them through the Nebraska Greats Foundation because that's what we do. We provide assistance to letter winners from any sport, from any of the 16 schools, from Peru State all the way out to Shadron, College of St. Mary, Midland, Concordia, the big ones, the little ones. We provide ones that haven't are no longer around. Some that aren't even around, like Dana College. Exactly. We have two recipients from Dana College, and we have a board member who is an 11-time All-American at Dana College. Uh, the idea is if you lettered in a sport, uh, you don't even have to live here anymore, but if you lettered in a sport and you need us now because you have an emergency medical condition and you have a financial challenge, you can get a grant from us and we can help alleviate that stress. Um, and over the course of the last six years, we've given out over $350,000 in grants to 26 individuals. It's not easy to get a grant from our foundation because it really has to go to someone in need. We turn down a lot of folks because they don't check all the boxes. Because if we didn't have them check all the boxes, then we wouldn't have enough for people in true need. Uh, so we're a little bit selective um, in the sense that, hey, you know, you have to have a medical emergency. You have to have a financial need. And if you have those things, there's a real good chance you're going to get taken care of by our foundation. And, you know, the Premier Advisory Group is one of our corporate partners, and we couldn't be more thrilled and thankful and grateful for that. Well, thanks, and you're welcome. I mean, it's been a lot of fun and getting to work with, you know, these stars that you remember. Like uh, most recently, I've worked with Larry Florence, mm -hmm. um, and I mean, what a neat guy! Th this guy is down in, uh, in Alabama. Alabama, and he, you know, has to go, and he's receiving cancer treatments. Actually, a very rare form of blood cancer. Yeah, and, and so he has to go to Atlanta to get treated. So. You know, here, and he was on this health insurance plan, and he, he was talking about all these deductibles that he's always paying and all these co-payments. And I just kept on thinking, like, God, that, that, that can't be, that can't be. And I talked to Bill Kaiser, who works on our Medicare side. He heads up all the Medicare. He's brilliant in that side. And he says, you know, Bill, there has to be other options. And sure enough, we found other options for him, options that he no longer has co-payments. Yeah. Okay. He can go to these doctors. They're all in network. We have these dual special needs plans, but you know what Larry does? So he has this rare form. He has, he has issues that we, some of us are so blessed that we don't have never had to go through. So I, I don't, I can't even stand in his shoes. I have no clue what it's like. You know what he does? He volunteers his time on a regular basis. He is helping out with girls and boys basketball leagues. He's helping out with these juniors, these uh, the elementary kids, these middle schoolers, these high schoolers. He was playing a tournament against his old high school coach uh, the other week. Um, and, and, and he's so enthusiastic about it. And he's going through these issues where he's receiving cancer treatments and probably can't eat very much. And, and you know, all the stuff going on in his life. And his mom was sick and all these issues. But here's Nebraska strong for you. What you give comes back 10 times in return at some way, shape or form, you know, you're going to, it's going to come, it's going to exponentially increase whatever you give um, just because you help people like Josh, you help people like Larry, and then they're able to go give. And then those people are able to go give. And that's how this world works. Um, and, and sometimes people just don't get that, unfortunately. Right. But we do here in Nebraska. And, and when we go point A to point B, when we're talking about that, it's going point A to point B. I mean, it, it, it's not going from Nebraska Greats Foundation to some other foundation to help some other foundation. Right. It's nope. going from Nebraska Greats Foundation to the recipient. Right. Um, which is really important. It's the big thing for us. Like I said, every cause has merit. Uh, we give to multiple causes. Uh, but in our case, it's a very direct lifeline. And we can turn the grant around quickly. 
we had a, an incident this past or incident, a recipient who came to us, Tim Worth, a former Nebraska football player from Omaha, very popular high school kid at Burke High School. He was not a starter in Nebraska, but he was a little guy that ran hard, and he just sort of captured the hearts of Nebraska fans. So a lot of Nebraska fans know who he is. Well, you know, Tim's a proud guy, uh, didn't want help, waited until the last minute. Uh, and he was at a point where if he didn't get emergency cataract surgery, uh, he was going to lose his eyesight. Uh, he did not have the, the means, he did not have the funds to get this procedure done. So he applied to us. We were able to turn that around in five days, get him scheduled, get his uh, cataract surgery. Uh, and he's fine now. He kept his eyesight. Now he's on the road to recovery. But we are in a place where, in fact, he's really actually almost fully recovered. We are at a place where we can help somebody directly. Now, the funds never go directly to the recipient. Uh, they go to the service providers. Right. So uh, we grant uh, funds per incident and per instance. Uh, and if somebody says, I need this, it might be a mechanized wheelchair. It might be travel to and from treatments like Larry from uh, Alabama to Georgia for his cancer treatments. Uh, that is not covered by insurance, had not been covered by insurance. Uh, if it's a procedure like, uh, you know, cataract surgery, we will step in, uh, we will provide that service for our recipients. So it, there's a lot of accountability. Uh, there's a tremendous amount of, uh, you know, of, of a, not only transparency, but there's a, a tremendous amount of accountability that we believe makes a big difference. And so when someone does support us, they know we're a pretty lean operation uh, right now. Seventy-three cents of every dollar that we receive in support goes to current and future recipient needs. And for a small foundation, that's not bad. You know, we'd like to get into that eighty-five to ninety cent range, but seventy-three isn't bad. And yep. uh, and that means that those who do give to us know that it is it is very handy. Uh, for folks that are in need, and in some cases, in a very short period of time. Tell, tell us how you can we can get a hold of you. Easy to go to our website, negreats.org, negreats.org. Uh, you can reach me via email at jrose at negreats.org. But if you go online, uh, our website gives you all of the information that you need about our uh, successes, uh, our recipients, uh, how you can be a part of it, some of our events. You'll see some of the, uh, some of the video testimonies from uh, our recipients and some of our supporters. We count all of our 16 schools as uh, very valued school partners. We have great relationships with coaches and athletic directors. I uh, just had a, a wonderful little get-together with Jim Hendry, the former Creighton baseball coach, and Bruce Rasmussen. Told great stories about some great athletes. So they're all in. Uh, coach McDermott is in. Coach uh, Hoiberg at Nebraska is in. All of the coaches are in. John Cook has done things for us. So we're very, very excited about Darren Erstad. Uh, very excited about the partnership because everybody gets the same sense, Bill, and that is, you know, this is about helping out our own. This is about helping out somebody that did something for me. Well, that's awesome. Again, negreats.org. Uh, please donate, donate your efforts, donate your money. Um, I'm, I'm sure they'll be glad, and, and you have a lot of uh, very happy recipients. We've too. never said no to a single gift, and we're not likely to start. <laughs> well, we've got uh, Bill Altman and Jim Rose here from uh, the Premier Advisory Group and the Big O Money Show, wishing everybody a very happy new year. And don't forget, it is still Christmas season here for a while. So Merry Christmas to everybody and a very happy new year to you. Thank you for listening to The Big O' Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at 
P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.